Welcome back to a brand new episode of Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast where we remember and celebrate all things and everything classic TV. Today, we want to take a look at a short-lived TV show that we really enjoyed watching in my family. The show in question is Baby, I'm Back. It was the TV show that Damond Wilson did after Sanford and Son came to an end. Sanford and Son, of course, ran from 1972 to 1977, and Baby, I'm Back made its debut in early 1978. Now, the pilot, the first pilot, was shot in October of 1977, and the show made its debut that January over on CBS. The show also starred Denise Nicholas, a very young Kim Fields, Helen Martin, Tony Holmes, and Ed Hall. Now, the TV show, the premise is pretty simple. Damon Wilson portrayed Ray Ellis. Now, Ray Ellis was a compulsive gambler, and he just couldn't hold down a steady job. He really was not equipped to marry anyone. He was not equipped to be a husband or a father whatsoever. But he married Olivia, and of course, they had two little kids, Jordan and Angie. And Ray had a serious gambling addiction, and he just, I mean, he was just a hot mess. So he couldn't handle having a wife and kids, having a family, trying to support them and trying to be mature and hold it all together. So he took off, abandoned his family, and moved out to L.A. Now, seven years later, some kind of way, I forget exactly how it all came into being, but he's in L.A. I think what happened was this. He ran into someone who knew him. The show was based in D.C., Washington, D.C., and Ray ran into a guy who used to know him back in D.C. He ran into him out in L.A., and he found out that Olivia, his uh, wife, had declared him legally dead because Olivia wanted to get married again. She met, Olivia worked at the Pentagon. She did very well for herself after Ray left. I mean, she got a good job. She supported her kids. Her mom lived with them. And, you know, she was a very good mother. And she was doing very, very well, able to really provide for the kids, provide for herself. And so she was doing very, very, very well. And she met an army colonel at the Pentagon named Wallace Dickey. And so Olivia wanted to get married again. I mean, she was, you know, still a young woman. She was only like 34 years old. And she, I don't think ever really seriously was in love with Wallace. I think she had a love for Wallace. But I just think that she really wanted to experience a good marriage. I think she wanted her kids to have a good father. And I just think that she was kind of tired of being single and, you know, being on her own and, you know, juggling, you know, motherhood and a career. And she kind of wanted some stability. So she and Wallace, they were, you know, Wallace proposed and she accepted and they were going to get married. But of course, she was still legally married to Ray. So Olivia went and declared Ray legally dead. Ray finds this out when he's out in L.A. The guy that I was talking about just now who knew him from when he was in D.C. told him what was going on back home in D.C. That Olivia was going to get remarried and that she declared him legally dead. Well, Ray is freaking out 
And all of a sudden, he decides to leave L.A. after seven years. And he comes back to D.C. And he pops up on Olivia's doorstep and tells her, baby, I'm back. Yeah. (laughs) He wants Olivia back. He wants to prove to her that he's changed. He's not an addictive you know, he doesn't have a gambling addiction anymore. He actually has grown up. He's matured. He's sensible. He is ready to finally be a good husband and a good father. Now, Olivia is not feeling it. Her mother, Luzelle, definitely is not feeling it. Luzelle didn't like Ray from the beginning. She didn't even want Olivia and Ray to get married in the first place. And she did not, not pleased about him popping back up into the you know, popping back up on the scene, coming back into the picture. As for the kids, well, Jordan remembered Ray better than Angie did. Jordan, not too crazy about Ray coming back into the picture. He still had issues with the fact that he left him and abandoned him when he was a little boy. Angie, of course, you know, was younger and she was just, you know, embraced the return of Ray wholeheartedly. She was happy to have her daddy back and, you know, she was the quintessential daddy's girl and, you know, she was totally on Ray's side. So, of course, Olivia and Wallace, you know, they are still planning to get married. Ray goes and has himself, you know, declared legally alive. He comes in and breaks up the wedding. There's a little bit of an altercation that takes place, but in a humorous capacity. And Ray decides to not only constantly be back on Olivia's doorstep, but he moves upstairs from Olivia and the kids. And so he's determined to win his family back. And that's what the TV show is all about. Now, my favorite part about the show was, first of all, I like the show. I like it now more than I did back when it was on the air. The show made its debut in January 1978 over on CBS, and it ended in April. I mean, it was not on very long at all, but I remember watching it when I was a little kid. My mom liked it a whole lot. I liked it too. My favorite thing about the show was Kim Fields who played Angie, because she was just adorable. She was really, in my opinion, she was really the star of the show. She stole every scene she was in. I mean, I started by watching Baby I'm Back recently on YouTube. I did see it back in the 90s over on BET because they were bringing it daily, but I hadn't seen it since. So I looked it up on YouTube, and there are some episodes over there, and I've been watching them, and I honestly can say I like Baby I'm Back better now than I did when I watched it before, back when it was originally on CBS and also back in the 90s. And Kim Fields basically stole every scene that she was in. She was a wonderful little actress. Of course, Kim Fields is just a couple of years older than I am. So when the show was in its original run, we were around the same age. And, you know, I, you know, kind of looked up to her because she was a little older and I thought, hey, we could be really good friends, I'm sure, if we were in school together, whatever. But uh, Kim Fields was absolutely darling in that show. The whole cast had a great chemistry. Uh, Denise Nicholas, of course, she was best known for being in the TV show Room 222. She'd done some movies with Sidney Poitier and Bill Cosby, like Let's Do It Again and Piece of the Action. She'd appeared in a couple of uh, TV sitcoms like Rhoda. So she was definitely a hot commodity and a very beautiful woman, might I add. So she and Damon Wilson had great chemistry. 
they really did. Everyone on the show did. It was a really funny show, and I've really been having the most fun re-watching it again after all of these years. Um, I think had the show stayed on longer, Ray and Olivia would have gotten back together because you could kind of tell that she still had concern and care for Ray, but she didn't trust him. I mean, and who could blame her? The guy ran off, was gone for seven years. He pops back up. Really hard to trust someone like that. That's going to definitely incite some serious trust issues. But considering the fact that I don't think that she was ever in love with Wallace, who was a really nice guy, really stern, really rigid. I mean, he was definitely, you know, Mr. Military through and through. But um, I think that in addition to still having care for Ray, um, you know, she... I think that she would have eventually gone back to Ray. But again, like I said, she didn't trust him. And then she did have care for Wallace. That's what I'm trying to say. So I think that those were the two factors that kept her from just running back to Ray in the very, you know, like right from the start. And of course, don't forget that her mother, Luzel, was also whispering in her ear. You know, definitely wanting her to stay far, far away from Ray. You know, do not get back involved with him. But again, if the show stayed on longer, I could definitely see them eventually reuniting and remarrying. And I could also see Ray being a good husband and a good father. The show, however, I mean, it ended so quickly. I, I remember that, I mean, it was it was gone so fast. It was unbelievable. And I was so disappointed when it ended because, like I said, I was so, I liked the show, but I really liked Kim Fields. And I'm so disappointed not to be seeing her on TV every week anymore. The show came on Monday nights. It was in a good time slot. It was on Monday nights at 8.30 Eastern Time, 7.30 Central. And it was created by Lila Garrett. Jeff Barry composed the theme song. Uh, Jeff Barry also composed a theme song for One Day at a Time, also for the Jeffersons. So he was really doing a lot of theme songs in those days. But um, again, the show had good ratings, actually. Now, there have been people, they have made the assumption, you know, I've seen it on YouTube. Um, oh, the show had, you know, bad ratings, blah, blah, blah. But no, the show actually had good ratings. It was in a good time slot. Didn't have any really serious competition from any uh, TV show over on CBS or NBC. So it was in a good time slot. But um, from what I have come to understand, there I've, I have heard that there are, I've heard two scenarios as to why the show ended. Now, which one is true and which one is not, I'm not sure, but I will share those with you now. The first scenario that I heard was, now, when Damon Wilson was working on Sanford and Son, he was known for having a very volatile temper. He had a lot of anger issues, and he could be very difficult to deal with. And so I read that there was an actress that was going to be guest starring on Baby, I'm Back, And this actress, I don't know who the actress was. I have no idea. Again, I don't even know if this is a true story. But um, Damon allegedly refused to work with this actress. He wanted nothing to do with her. He He would not work with her. And he actually walked off of the show and refused to come back until she was replaced. So as a result of Damon's walking off of the show, 
CBS had heard about how he was over in Sanford and Son, and they decided that they were not dealing with that. They were not dealing with him and his drama and his outburst, and so they canceled the show. That's the first scenario that I read. But just the other day, just last week, I found out about yet another reason why the show was canceled. Now, Norman Lear, who was the producer of, of course, Good Times, The Jeffersons, All in the Family, One Day at a Time, really, I mean, he had a lot of clout. You know, Norman Lear still has a lot of clout. But he went to CBS and he implored to get a sixth season for Good Times. Good Times was in its fifth season during this period. This was the 1977-78 season. The ratings were really not not that great. I mean, after Esther Roll left the show, the ratings dipped even further. They dipped after John Amos was fired. But the departure of Esther Roll definitely did not help anything. So the ratings fell even further. And he, though, really wanted the show to have another season. So, of course, CBS went along with it. They weren't going to tell him no. So they decided to give Good Times one more season. And, of course, it was in that sixth season, which was their last season, when Esther Roll returned to the show. More on that when we do a Good Times episode, which is coming up sometime soon. Lots of behind-the-scenes drama to talk about in regard to that show. But uh, as a result of Good Times getting a sixth season, CBS decided to cancel Baby I'm Back. Because, and this is something else that I read again. I don't know if this part is, I don't know if any of this is true. I don't know if this part is true that I'm about to mention. But it was said by the suits of uh, over at CBS that, well, we already have two black TV shows. We have Good Times and we have The Jeffersons. We don't need a third. So Baby, I'm Back, they decided to cancel it. Now, again, I don't know which of these stories, these scenarios is true. They might both be true. Or they might, I don't think that either, I don't think that one of them has got to be true though. One of them has got to be the truth. I just don't know which one. I kind of think that they both might be true because Damon Wilson was known for having a temper, like I just said. And I do believe the Norman Lear story that, um, cause he really wanted Esther Rule to come back to good times and he talked her into it. He gave, you know, she got a raise and she got some other demands that we'll talk about in that episode. So he really wanted her to come back to the fold and he was going to need to have a sixth season to be able for that to happen. So I honestly believe that both of these scenarios have some truth to them. But it's really unfortunate because Baby I'm Back, that show could have lasted for a couple of years. I think, honestly, the show could have lasted for about three, four years. There's a lot they could have done with the show. Lots of good storylines. And it, it, again, the show was funny. And I, I, like I said, I like it now more than I ever have. And it's very disheartening that that show didn't have a chance. It, it was not given a chance to be able to really develop to thrive and to really get a bigger audience. So there are people all over YouTube. I mean, every episode I watch, I look through the comments down below and there are people who are saying the same thing. I've never heard of this show. 
Now you do have those like me who remember it back in the 70s. You have, it's like half of the people who comment remember the show, but then the other half have never heard of it. And the reason why is because, well, it was on so briefly. And a lot of people were like, oh, I didn't know Kim Fields did a show before the Facts of Life. I didn't know Damon Wilson did something after Sanford and Son. And, you know, but it's very, again, unfair to everyone who worked on the show, to the viewers of the show, that it ended so soon. It's still, to this day, really a disappointment. Now, of course, Damon Wilson would go on to star in The New Odd Couple in 1982. That show, too, did not last very long. Um, but honestly, that show, just it just really wasn't that great. I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to be mean, but this wasn't a very good show. Of course, Damon Wilson would also leave acting for the most part. He did appear in Girlfriends. He was in several episodes of Girlfriends. He was Lynn's dad can't remember the character's name but for the most part he walked away from acting and he decided to become a minister and he's still you know a minister today out in LA Denise Nicholas would go on to appear you know in episodic television like she was an episode of different strokes and she was in an episode of the Cosby show an episode of a different world and then she was cast um in the uh tv show in the heat of the night as Harriet DeLong. Harriet DeLong would go on to marry Carol O'Connor's character on the show, Chief Gillespie. Of course, we all know that Kim Fields went on to be Tootie on The Facts of Life, and then, of course, she went on to do Living Single. She became a director, and she's done so much within the industry that it's absolutely amazing. She was also before The Facts of Life and a couple of episodes of Good Times, so she definitely has had a phenomenal career. She has, I'm glad to say, because I went over and stalked her face, uh, Instagram page because I follow her on Instagram. After rediscovering Baby I'm Back, I went to see if she acknowledged the show in any of her Instagram posts, which she has, I'm happy to say. And um, she has definitely not forgotten that that was the first TV show that she starred in. Uh, so, um, you know, she definitely pays homage to it in a couple of Facebook posts, I mean, Instagram posts. So, you know, that was very heartwarming to see. Uh, Helen Martin, of course, would also, you know, she would, you know, still be on Good Times in its last season as Weeping Wanda. And of course, she became Pearl over on 227, which that show lasted from 1985 to 1990. Now, I looked up Ed Hall, who portrayed Wallace. He did like another couple of, you know, TV shows, but he didn't do a whole lot after Baby I'm Back ended. Um, And as for Tony Holmes, who portrayed Jordan, he really only had two more credits, acting credits, according to the Internet Movie Database. I looked all of them up over there. And he only had, um, you know, he portrayed, he was in the miniseries King which aired on ABC in the spring of 1978. This was, of course, about the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and he portrayed Dr. King's son, Marty, or Martin Jr. And then he also portrayed, he was in another, like, movie when uh, he was, I guess, a teenager or a young adult, somewhere in the late 80s, like 1986, 1988. I can't remember the episode or the movie that he was in. But he looks to, he also seems to have left acting as well. 
But um, yeah, if you've never seen Baby I'm Back, and I think a lot of you probably have not, um, I would definitely recommend going over to YouTube and, you know, checking out some of the episodes and, you know, seeing what you think. You might not like it at all. Or you might, because honestly, from the people, from the comments that I have read, there are people who are, they have mixed feelings about the show. Some, like me, think it's really funny that it was really good and it it should have, you know, had a chance to stay on longer. Others have a lukewarm feeling toward it, while others just kind of don't care for it at all. I think that the majority of the comments that I have read are people who agree with me and then of course that lukewarm feeling about the show like oh I'm happy you know to see Kim Fields you know when she was really little or it's nice to see Denise Nicholas she was a gorgeous woman which of course she she was and she still is um so you get lots of comments about that oh Helen Martin oh you know Weeping Wanda well she was put on 227 you know so you get lots of comments about that you know about the actors themselves but uh, I think, like I said, those are the majority of the comments. Um, it's kind of split. And then, of course, you have the few that, you know, don't care for the show at all. But again, I would recommend going over to YouTube and just, you know, giving it a quick watch and uh, seeing what you think. Because there are several episodes over there. I'm not sure if all of the episodes are on YouTube. But there are definitely enough where you can get a feel of the show and you can see what you think. And speaking of which... I have been discovering several of these short-lived TV shows that I watched growing up. And I've been having so much fun watching them again. Some of them I had forgotten all about. Some I had not seen in so, so long. Some I hadn't seen since the original airing. So... Over the course of the next few weeks, we're going to keep taking a look at these short-lived TV shows. We're still, of course, going to focus on the ones that everyone knows about, everyone is familiar with, but we're also going to take a look at and do the deep dive into these short-lived TV shows as well, because honestly, these short-lived TV shows were and still are some of my all-time favorites. There's some... Um, some of these I like even more than the TV shows that stayed on a lot longer. So, uh, yeah, expect to hear more about TV shows you probably don't remember or you've never heard of or you forgot about, and I'm going to refresh your memory for you. But, uh, yeah, that's going to wrap up this episode as we took a deep dive and took a look back at Baby I'm Back. And, um so happy to have done this episode and looking forward to watching some more episodes in the coming days. I might watch another one uh, today, as a matter of fact. I mean, why put it off? As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for those who have subscribed to this uh, podcast, those of you who follow it. Thank you for those who have rated it. Thank you for the reviews. Please feel free to rate this podcast and give us a glowing review if you like. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you for your support and thank you for your time and thank you for being there and for listening at what we bring to you. We definitely are most appreciative. So until the next episode, we will see you all then.